Last Monday, Elijah and I were supposed to go on the Fly Better podcast to uh, talk about a lot of the theories of the mind that we've done before. But it didn't happen. Now, why it didn't happen isn't why I'm talking to you here today, right now. What did happen was things did not go according to plan. And this week's episode, episode 66, is all about what happens when things don't go according to plan. I'm Isaiah Brody, and you're listening to The Worst Ghost Children. Here I am, joined with my co-host, Elijah Yoon. So, for the first segment of today, we are going to take a look at um, responses from the community. I didn't have enough time to get interviews from people. And so instead, I made a Google form, and I posted it up on the Facebook page, and I had people fill it out uh, in hopes that I would get stories from the Nixon community on what they do when things don't go to plan. Uh, Eli, do you, do you mind if I ask you a question? No, no, no I do not. Ask away. Um, what do you do when things don't go according to plan? What do you do when things don't go according to plan in the next thing? Is uh, I five straight and I extend the combat in parentheses Navy term. Um, so I find this change, but... I'm sorry. Uh, well, I, no, 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 no. Um, yeah. Uh, can I piggyback uh, yeah, off yeah, of that idea? So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, um, whenever things don't go according to plan, well, you can't just you know give up. I mean, you you gotta you know try something. Uh, so I think, so I, I'm not. Uh, so whoever uh, respond, whoever posted this uh, uh, this response, um, uh, I hope we're interpreting. Um, the usage of extend the combat correctly, but it, it seems to me that um, you're you're trying to keep your most important tools alive to recuperate um, to recuperate and plan another attack, um, and and a different ex- uh, and a different strategy because you need time and uh, and turns to uh, uh, to form another attack, and well, you, you can't do that when uh, yeah. when all of your ships are dead. So I, I think this is uh, solid advice, and I hope we're reading your response correctly. If I lose the game uh, because of it, literally cry. If I still have time left to salvage the game, you got to go full aggression and, and try to catch the other guy off guard. You will want to try to reduce your opponent's firepower, reduce the opponent's firepower as much as possible while getting ready to set up a strong endgame. Okay, this is interesting because this is a completely different approach. So uh, the first response was about perser- uh, preserving your firepower and your tools. The sec, uh, this uh, one is just going all out and and uh, fighting. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um. I two two kinda, entirely different answers. Yeah, I think in general I'll have to disagree with this outlook because 
uh, whenever stuff do, uh, doesn't go uh, according to plan, it, it usually means uh, a ship dies and you have less firepower and, and less tools. If you try to, you know, take uh, tackle the problem head on with what little with a weaker force, then I don't think you'll be able to win that fight uh, because. Because uh, keep in mind, you're also uh, losing your forces as well. And if you lose um, too much, um, then, uh, then you lose the game. The person with uh, the advantage um, has leeway because yeah, he can afford to lose uh, something. But the person with the disadvantage uh, can't lose, uh, doesn't have such leeway because... He already mm. uh, lost right. because he's already at a disadvantage, and he and he could lose, you know, uh, something completely. All right. So uh, response uh, six. Gain as um, so this person whenever. However, if you apply this uh, strategy, um, oh, and also um, this person also added a really uh, hot take. Um, would you like to read it, Isaiah? Absolutely, I would love to. And this person added um, in in the anything else would you like to add uh, section, uh, people need to understand that they have less agency than they believe and should lower their own estimation of quality of their own play. While this is a pretty negative response, I do resonate with some of the things that they're saying in the general... It's actually, this goes back to what Dion was saying in... In, in the interview that I had on him in, in episode, um, uh, what was that? It was episode 63, Action Perspectives Part 2 with Dion Morales. Um, this goes back to what he was saying where um, I it's, it's like the Twitch chat often does not see the humanity in the players, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas Dion sees the humanity in the players, right? Right. You see the humanity in yourself. And your opponent does too, I think. But if you were to see less of the humanity in yourself, I think you were to be able, you would be able to see how good you actually are. Um, and I think that's a beneficial thing because once you understand how good you actually are, you might be able to start improving that number. Okay, that's my thoughts on that. Yeah. Okay. So I, it's interesting. I think we have the same conclusion however mm. i think uh we have we both have very different ways of, of looking at this um uh this specific uh topic so um i actually kind of uh, so i disagree with um the first part i we do have uh we do have agency uh, i'm not sure if uh people think uh we I, I'm not sure if people um, overestimate the amount of agency we actually have. Um, that I, I personally disagree with that. However, I, I don't have any you know evidence to back that up. Uh, however, uh, so I don't know. I, like, don't take my word for it. Maybe, maybe this person's correct and I'm wrong. However, I do strongly uh, agree with his second uh, with his second take. All right, Eli. Um, we, we have listened and read aloud all the responses. 
Yes. So I think let's try and take maybe 10 minutes to write down or, you know, our takeaway from all mm-hmm. of this. Uh, so I'm going to stop the recording um, and then we're going to come back when we're ready. Okay. Um, we're back. And we went through all of the responses. And mm-hmm. I think it's time to do our little reflection. So, Eli, what did you learn? Yeah, so it's so there are many uh, responses uh, to a losing uh, to a losing uh, situation. However, I think we can uh, categorize every single one under three categories. Um, it seems to me that there are three types of responses in a losing situation. There's a fixed, rational, and em- and emotional responses. Um, let's start with the em- with an emotional response. This kind of response. Uh, this for emotional responses. This kind of response causes people to give into their emotions in a bad situation. Uh-huh. This kind of response would hinder their decision making and cause them great emotional pain. It's hard to not let emotions get in the way of decision making, but we can't let them get to us. It, it's. Um, I know we laugh about it a lot, but it, it's. Uh, first, it's you know, mentally unhealthy to you know give into emotions and whenever you're in a bad situation so and also uh you, you gotta uh, in a bad you you also gotta have sound decision making especially in uh in a bad situation so mm. it's important to keep calm and uh and think rationally uh the next uh, uh type of response are uh, fixed responses this type of response causes people to commit to one specific strategy whenever they are in a losing position. Uh, they are good ideas in certain situations, but they don't always keep the win condition in mind because other ideas aren't, consi- aren't considered, causing the person to lose more games than they should. So fixed, re- fixed responses are, are when uh, a person uses one specific strategy. Um, but uh, so... Um, yes, uh, some of those strategies are, are useful and, and it's important to consider them, but you always need to keep the win condition in mind, uh, to make sure that strategy is viable in that situation. Um, because if it isn't, then you absolutely should not use it. I would recommend to first focus on the win condition and then uh, figure out what strategy you're supposed to use, which is what, uh, w- which is pretty much a rational response, uh, which is next. This is the best response to, uh, to have in a losing situation. This response entails figuring out the win condition, the strategy required to gain that win condition, and it keeps emotions in check uh, and blocks them from interfering with decision making. This is very hard to do, but it's the best way to respond to a losing position. It's hard to think straight, uh, uh, to think straight, and you know, push away emotions, and it's hard to, uh, to you know, think rationally even without emotions because our brain is so flawed. But we need to. Uh, but this is something we we need to practice. We need to practice figuring out the win condition, and then we need to figure out how to uh, which strategy to employ to gain that win condition. So yeah, yeah. The, uh, this is the best response to have 
uh, in a losing situation. And yeah, that's that's my uh, overall take of of uh, all of these responses. Yeah, I think I think I think you really did a good job. You know, category. I think what's interesting to me about how you processed all that was you decided to categorize everything almost into you know okay this response fits into that box this response right um Mm -hmm. and i think that's a really good way to to go about analyzing um different people's responses and it gives us a really interesting uh perspective so you know maybe the next time we're playing um uh next next time i play a game of x-wing and I see the plan not going according to plan, uh, and I see something not going according to plan, um, the best response is to have a rational response. You know, <clears throat> figure out the wind condition. What's the strategy required to gain that wind condition? I like it. All right, let's uh, hear your takeaway then, Isaiah. I think the real takeaway for me was that when things don't go according to plan, a lot of people actually end up putting themselves at an unnecessary disadvantage. Like our second and last response, talking about the embrace the suck kind of feeling. I think maybe, you know, trying to bring the score back to neutral is the wrong mindset. Maybe the better mindset is bringing the score above neutral. Making the best out of a bad situation can maybe actually make you up on top rather than where you were before. It's a new path to victory. And so the next time that your plan doesn't work, try to create a rational response. Figure out your win condition and the strategy required to gain that win condition. It's hard to do, but it's the best way to respond to losing positioning. And who knows, maybe by making the best of a bad situation, It'll create a new path to victory for you. While Elijah and I didn't go on the Fly Better podcast this Monday, we're going to try to create a rational response. And maybe we'll even end up better than we were before. Stick around after the break. Elijah, Yoon, and I do community questions. Hi guys, this is Elijah Yoon giving, uh, giving you break time announcements. Uh, thank you, Enrique Bentina, uh, Benitez, Andy Myers, Alex uh, Pavlov, Drew Brody, and Isaac A. Swan. Uh, I apologize if I mispronounce your name. And thank you for supporting our podcast. Welcome back to the show. When we last left off, Elijah, you and I were about to answer some questions in our community questions segment. Community Questions is a segment on the show where Elijah Yoon and I answer questions from our listeners. Like always, genuine X-Wing questions have priority. If you want to ask us a question, feel free to email us at worstcastchildren at gmail.com or comment on our Community Questions Facebook group posts. Alright Eli, what's the first question? Uh, do you think uh, that the new squadron packs will become required purchases uh, to be competitive in the faction? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, 
the great thing about X-Wing is it's not paid to blend, so like none of this uh, stuff seems broken, and I assume uh, the pricing is going to be appropriate, so it doesn't seem mandatory. Plus, we're in quarantine, so we're going to have access to the stuff anyway. So yeah, no, it, it won't be required. For, um, it won't be a required purchase. To be honest with you, Eli, I think um, the squadron packs. You know, they're gonna be. I don't. I don't think they're gonna be super required. I think they're gonna be similar to um, when the squadron packs for Republic and Separatist came out with the Belba Lab and the two and the two um, Vulture Droids. That was the Separatist uh, pack and the. Um, uh, 2v19 Torrents and the Delta B, you know, Republic. Aether Sprite. Pack. Aether Sprite pack, excuse me. Uh, the Aether Sprite pack. When when those packs came out, uh, I think if you wanted to get into those factions, you would buy those. And right, that would be a great, were... those, that, would, that would be a great introduction to the to the faction. Yeah, but um, hang on. You're not, um, you're also missing an, another fact, uh, another factor. At the time, there were only three ships available for those two factions, and to get um, two of those well, ships, you, uh, you well, uh, for with uh, with one expansion, you you gotta uh, buy those expansions. So, well, in a way, that's actually kind of what I'm getting at here, is that um, you know when uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's um, kind of what I was saying is like you know. If you are playing that faction, then you should probably get it. It would be a worthy investment. Question? Uh, yeah, I think it's time to move on to the next question. Uh, Alrighty, um, the next question is from Oliver Pocknell. Uh, addressing people who think the sky is quote-unquote falling on forums and posts and the negative fa- effect it can have on the community versus the larger positive but quieter, quieter majority who think a lot of the new stuff is cool. Well, uh, Isaiah, can you um, can uh, can you give context for this post? Um, yeah. For people who aren't in the loop. Yeah. So I think um, this is referring to, or if you're listening to this uh, at a later date, I think this is actually referring to um, how the on well on Wednesday, on March sixteenth, uh, twenty twenty one, AMG Atomic Mass Games held a stream where they revealed a lot of new content, such as the Epic Ship. And uh, the uh, price point for the uh, new coming Vader in Defender, uh, De- Vader pilot for the Defender. Um, and so I think a lot of the people on Fly Better Facebook groups and on forums are upset that it is either um, costs more than they expected it to, or costs less, or it is going to be unplayable, etc., etc. So I think this post is referring to how often the X community. And actually, all communities um, will have a negative or positive effect, or both. There will be, like, because of the the hype for it, because Vader Defender had a lot of hype, uh, we're seeing negative and positive, like, really negative and really positive uh, people, whether they're frustrated, and that may be um, because of the hype that was built up. Yeah. Um, um, Eli, do you think the sky is falling? No, How do no. You feel about that and defender? I think uh, people who are complaining should, uh, you know, put things into uh, perspective. We're getting new content, and we're, um, 
and even though you may not have gotten what you want, there's still more stuff to come uh, that uh, you will be excited about. And ultimately, it's just a game. Like, um, it, it's it, it's not something to be, uh, you know, uh, it, it's not uh, it's not worth, uh, you know, sacrificing mental health and uh, stability uh, just to complain about, you know, the, uh, the Dark Lord of the Sith and the TIE Defender. And besides, if needed, FFG, or I'm sorry, AMG can always uh, uh, change the price points for Vader, so we're good. For sure. All right, next question. Um, which of the packs are you personally most excited about? Which of them is the best? Should you even, should you even get any of them? Uh, Eli, would you like to answer this one? Yeah, well, for the second que- uh, for the second part of that question, um, I don't know. I I think it's too early to tell which one is the best because we don't know price point uh, price points. Well, other than Vader, um, but uh, I am most excited about uh, the Imperial, um, the Imperial uh, pack because you know Tie Defenders and Interceptors are cool. So, mm. um, and yeah, I, I think you should get them. Um, it, it's it, it's it's more excellent content. Why wouldn't you? The first part, which one that I'm personally most excited about? I'm personally most excited about getting Ahsoka in an A-Wing because Force in an A-Wing on an I-5 seems very good, and I'm pretty excited to pair that up with some other maybe high-initiative rebel um, pieces to create uh, a rebel ace list that is flexible and does a lot of damage out oh, rubble aces that does not sound co- cohesive <laughs> and with that that's gonna close out this week's show special thanks this week to andy myers alex pavlov enrique benitez drew brody and our executive producers are D. Yoon and Isaac A. Swan. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Hi, Hi Tom. Tom. Hi, Isaiah here from the Worst Coast Children. This week's episode is sponsored by District Foundry. Go to etsy.com slash shop slash district foundry, or you can just look District Foundry up on etsy.com for all of your X-Wing 3D printed needs. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.